Hello and welcome to the Pixel Swim Podcast, episode 89. I am Steve Heinrich, your host, and this is the podcast where I take a dive into my personal journey through design and technology and where they meet, plus other tidbits that I find interesting. This episode is being recorded and released on Thursday, October 17th, 2019. Visit pixelswim.com for all of the show notes and social links if you want to follow along or leave any feedback. Um, Yeah pixelswim.com for all of that stuff. Always appreciated. So with that said, let's dive into our weekly feedback notes and links. Uh, so I'm not sh- 100% sure how long this episode would be. I say this all the time, but either way, I don't need to mention it because you can see the time in the uh, podcast app. But uh, either way, uh, feedback from episode 88. I had a whole bunch of conversation on MeWe. Uh, thank you to everybody who reached out there after the last episode. This is uh, Frank Neidhart started off the conversation. He said, nice episode. If you get the Samsung S10e for a good price, just go for it. He says now he has uh, his third one that he's, I think he's saying he got his third one in for 420 euro. And uh, he said he guessed that's worth it. So he's uh, currently getting rid of all of his Apple stuff. And he says, it feels good to be back on Android again. And I even learned that Google Photos can use Samsung motion photos unless you use the high efficiency format. So yeah, that's good to know as well. And uh, also Frank shared a link to uh, about the iPhone 6s that I was trying to get uh, removed from somebody's old Apple account. And he sent a link for how to do that through the person's current iPhone. So very, very helpful. Uh, that I'm pretty sure I'm going to try and go with that uh, when I actually get that done. So He says if you want to experience the original iPhone feeling, you can downgrade the 4S that I have to iOS 6. That was the last iOS before the big redesign after Steve Jobs passed away. So yeah, that's something I'll look into as well uh, for that 4S because it's it's not horrible. I think it was iOS 9 that I said it was on or something like that. But uh, yeah, not too bad on, on that. So thank you, Frank, for reaching out about that. And uh, there's some more feedback from him in a minute here. But also thank you to Simon Nobbs, who reached out to MeWe in the same thread here. He said he enjoyed the show. Sad to hear the LG G6 has been sidelined. His wife's G5 is still going strong. He says, have you thought about trying any of the LG V range? I really loved my V30, and I like the look of the V50. That dual screen case combo looks like it might be worth a try. Good luck with the two iPhones. It's always fun trying something different. Yeah, so I did respond to Simon that, yeah, I have actually looked quite a bit at the LG V30 uh, because it's, uh, I mean, it's kind of the... (laughs) around the same time as the G6 came out, but it does have the Snapdragon 835 as opposed to the 821, so a little bit after the G6 uh, when they clearly uh, ran out of 821s. (laughs) Although, uh, like I said, uh, in the past with that LG G7 Fit device that I've talked about in the past, that one has an 821 in it too. But uh, yeah, like I said, I've been looking at the v30 in the past uh there is a t-mobile variant over here in the u.s it's actually getting pretty cheap now i think you can get it for about 140 150 dollars a decent one anyway and uh so it's definitely a device that i'm i'm curious about the the form factor on it is the one thing that i worry about it's a little bit bigger of a device uh but it could be good enough that it wouldn't you know it would kind of make up for the fact that it was gigantic so uh, thanks, Simon, for reaching out about that. The V30 has always <laughs> always been on my radar, so uh, we'll see. We'll see uh, how, how it goes in the future here. So 
And then also Guillermo Ortiz chimed in on the V30. He says the V30 is a cracking phone. I ordered one just yesterday as a media consumption slash secondary device. The display is gorgeous. Audio, both jack and speaker, is amazing. And the 835 is still plenty fast, plus the wide-angle camera. Uh, when it comes, I'm just going to ROM it and put Lineage OS. It's brilliant. So, yeah, thanks, Guillermo, for reaching out about that. And then Frank chimed in again. Frank Needhart, he said that the, uh, he says, from my experiences with the LG G4, is the camera API exposed to the OS? And this is, I think, in response to Guillermo. Uh, the camera of the G4 was not good with other software other than LG's, LG's own software. So uh, I think Frank is right there. Uh, I know I've looked into Lineage OS for the LG G6 just to see how that would go. But, uh, or see if there was downloads for it, see what, you know, if there's any added value to doing that over what LG has on there. Uh, and I think Frank is right that uh, if you do root or uh, unlock the bootloader on these LG devices and also uh, root them, or not even root them, but just flash a custom ROM on there, uh, there's potential that the, you won't have access to both cameras. I'm pretty sure what I was reading about the LG G6 is that if you put a custom ROM on there, there's chances are that you're not going to be able to use the wide-angle camera uh, just because the software won't be able to access it. Uh, and, and quite honestly, I, after you know looking at root, rooting the or uh, flashing a custom ROM on the LG G6, I kind of decided against it just because it was, uh, you know. It, the software on there is good enough. Honestly, I haven't really felt compelled to flash uh, custom ROM on many devices uh, recently. I feel like Android has kind of gotten past the point where they've adopted a lot of the, the, the features that used to be in old custom ROMs. And so I'm not really wanting for too much in the software usually. And in the case of these LG phones, it might actually be a downgrade. But uh, yeah, thanks to everybody who reached out on MeWe. Uh, thanks to Kyle Helms who reached out on Twitter as well, uh, just uh, chiming in on uh, and after the episode. So thank you to Kyle for that. And yeah, I think that's all the feedback for this week. But yeah, it was a <laughs> probably the longest comment section yet. I think for one of my episodes, there was nine nine comments. Oh, oh, oh! Thank you to uh, Tristan Tristan Gruffud Gruffud. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I. I just realized I had never actually tried to read the last name. I, I was reading it in my head as Gruffold, but it is uh, Gruffud. Um, Tristan, I'm sorry again if I'm butchering that, but he says he listens to the podcast every week. It's very informative. He highly recommends it. So, yeah, I've, I remember Tristan re reaching out in the past, just letting me know that, and it's always appreciated. Uh, definitely helps motivate me and keep me going for this. So uh, thanks, Tristan, for that. All right, so with that said, let's uh, go into this week's LG G6 Weekly Report. Welcome to the LG G6 Weekly Report. Okay, so there's just a little bit <laughs> to report this week. I have been trying to transfer everything back over to my LG G6 as far as my uh, SMS messages and uh, my Podcast Addict backup file to get it all up to date on the LG G6. I think I am going to switch back over to it very soon here uh, just because I, you know, I'm kind of kind of getting in the mindset where I want to get back into that, you know, and, and talking to about that V30 this week and about uh, Simon Nobbs uh, when he gave the feedback that it's too bad I wasn't using the G6. I kind of agree with him. It is too bad that I kind of switched away from it. But uh, I've been happy with the X4, but like I said, I just kind of want to go back to that G6 for a little bit. 
And there was a tweet this week from uh, Erica Griffin. She's the uh, YouTuber who, she, I think she's the technology nerd who likes to film stuff, I think is her tagline. But uh, she kind of tweeted uh, some, something along the sentiment of, you know, a lot of times she finds herself in a spot where, you know, she just doesn't really, you know, she's not really, but that sometimes it gets a little old and that she starts to focus on other things and prioritize other things above technology and kind of takes a break from it. And I think that that's a sentiment that I can definitely relate to. Uh, there's been a lot of times in the past where, especially when I'm shopping for a phone or something like that for no particular reason, uh, usually I get myself to come back down and uh, start looking or, or stop looking, really, and, and just start enjoying the devices that I already have. And that's kind of part of what I'm kind of aiming for with going back to this LG G6. I think I just want to get back on board with it and just continue to use it because it's a good device. Uh, and actually, there is a little bit more to report about it because I did take it with me this weekend to a work event to take some video. And yeah, I just love the, the LG G6 for video as well. Uh, I got... Again, I was able to <laughs> use that for some, you know, we, we put together a video of this event that we went to for social media and stuff like that. And yeah, the LG G6, yeah, it performs well with video. Very Mostly the stabilization is very good. I, I think uh, it is, uh, OI, it does have OIS, but it also has electronic stabilization as well. Uh, so it's, uh, it's, it just works better than the uh, DSLR camera that we have. We have a Canon that we use for work, so it, you know, that that's not very stable to to use the the DSLR in hand. So, and I didn't really have a chance to set up any sort of tripod because we we're moving around quite a bit during this event. So, yeah, the LG G6 is it's doing a good job. I did. I still had my SIM in the Moto X4 while I was at the event, but. Uh, the LG G6 was in my pocket, and I pulled it out when, when needed, so it just does a, a really great job. And it's part of why I think the V30 wouldn't be too bad of a phone to try as well, and just to have the upgraded processor and stuff, but I don't know. We'll see. Hopefully by next week, uh, well, hopefully by next week I'll be trying out an iPhone, but uh, potentially back on the LG G6. So that's it for this LG G6 weekly report. All right, so like I was mentioning, I don't have the iPhone 6S set up yet. I was going to meet with the person to have them remove it from their Apple account, and uh, they kind of fell through yesterday. So hopefully next week I'll be able to meet up with them and see if they can get it removed. Uh, and I will use that method that Frank sent over to do it from their current iPhone because I think that'll just be the most straightforward way to do it. So we'll we'll see how it goes. We'll see uh, what what happens with that. But yeah, that nothing new to report on that. I haven't tried anything else. Oh, that's what what Kyle uh, mentioned on Twitter that uh, he had kind of come across the strange way potentially to uh, get the iPhone back up and running but uh, I haven't tried that yet because I do want to meet with the person first because it'll be way more straightforward and potentially not uh, mess up the device or get it locked in some other way but I don't know thanks Kyle though for that and you know, it's still an option on the table if it doesn't work out so all right so the last and biggest chunk of my notes here is that I did end up getting or I should say my wife and I ended up getting the Galaxy Tab S6 
Now, I talked about this last week uh, that we were looking for kind of a two-in-one for my wife because uh, she's traveling quite a bit. She uses a tablet quite often. She uses the Galaxy Tab A 8.0. I guess there's a, a newer version called the Galaxy Tab A 8, and it's not the same, but uh, <laughs> I was looking that up today. But either way, uh, I took her to Best Buy to take a look at the Galaxy Tab S6 because I kind of figured it might be the best option for her to see if she liked it and she did yeah she thought it was really great they have it on display there at Best Buy with the keyboard case on it as well the official Samsung one uh, and so she tried it out it's got a little trackpad as well so it's a just a very tiny laptop <laughs> the screen is 10.5 uh, inches and it uh, works you know well I mean it's honestly I think a really good fit for her but I'll get into that in a minute here uh, they didn't have the tablet in stock but I did uh, order it online from Best Buy as well. Uh, there's not a lot of places that have it uh, right now. Best Buy is one of the few, and, and not a lot of stores were stocking it even around me. Even the 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 case, the uh, keyboard case, they didn't. A lot of most stores didn't have that either. So, uh, both ended up ordering both online, uh, and I picked up the tablet in store, and then I had the case was uh, delayed, so it had to be shipped to my house. But uh, Either way, we did get it in this week, and uh, I've been able to get it all set up for her. Uh, we got the 128 gigabyte, six gigabytes of RAM version, and the mountain gray because there are a few colors. There's a cloud blue and a rose blush as well, so a blue and a and a pink. And so we got the gray version. She liked that uh, better than those two. So uh, kudos there. <laughs> I totally would have gone for that one too, but uh, either way, uh, we also did, like I said, we ordered the can the Samsung keyboard uh, cover that's for it, and uh, I'd read and seen some things about this cover, because essentially how it works is you, uh, the tablet's made out of metal, so you can attach to the back magnetically, and then the keyboard uh, attaches to the pogo pins on the bottom, kind of snaps in place with magnets as well. So, uh, but I had seen things about the back part of the case not staying on very well. And uh, when I first put it on on the, the tablet, I did set it on my desk, you know, because essentially it kind of folds out like a surface does. Uh, the back panel, it's got a hinged part. And uh, yeah, if you put it too, at too much of an angle, the case would essentially fall off. <laughs> Which uh, was too bad. I mean, it's uh, kind of unfortunate that it did that, but uh, I think most people would just move on and try and find a different case for it and maybe keep the keyboard and find something else. But I decided to take some of that double-sided adhesive that I use to fix phones or my phones and uh, throw that on the back, uh, throw some of that on the back of it, of the the uh, part that connects to the tablet and uh, yeah, it's that worked perfectly. So now, granted, it is on there very snugly now. Uh, it is not not necessarily snugly because it doesn't wrap around the case. The back part doesn't wrap around the tablet. It just kind of lays flat against the back uh, and doesn't wrap around any of the sides. So when I say snugly, I just mean that it is adhered to it very well. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm not sure how I would get it off at this point or what sort of uh, force it would take, but uh, we really wanted to use this case, so uh, I decided to just kind of go in, go all in and attach it that way, and it worked uh, it worked out great. So uh, yeah, the, but it's really nice. The keyboard is really nice, and yeah, it's a little bit small, uh, the keyboard itself, but 
uh, you know, it's one of those things where she's not going to be using it a ton. It's mostly just so she can have the wraparound to cover up the screen of the, the tablet um, as part of the case. And, you know, obviously if she wants to use it, it's very easy to attach and detach and uh, just a nice accessory to put on there. So we also did get a few other accessories. Uh, there is, we got a carrying case. It's called the Dosimo uh, carrying case. It's like a canvas uh sleeve type thing it's a very really nice case i put a link in the show notes to this uh you can get it in different sizes if you have a laptop as well so this is the the smallest size that they offer so this 10 and a half inch tablet fits in there perfectly with the keyboard case on it so uh, that's exactly what we wanted just something that she could more easily throw it into her bag without you know hurting the, the tablet and then also not adding a huge footprint to it because it is a small carrying case so uh, check that out in the show notes I think it's a really nice case <laughs> I would again that's the one I would get so uh, and then we also got her a Bluetooth mouse and we got the Logitech M535 Bluetooth mouse. It's a compact one uh, that she can connect up to the tablet and use because uh, the tablet offers uh, quite a bit of you know functionality with the keyboard and a mouse. So because it is a uh, Samsung tablet, and so it's not just any Samsung. It's like their latest and greatest. So uh, the the funny thing about this is, and I'll put a link in the show notes to the Best Buy page for this Tab S6. Uh, is that they don't mention DeX anywhere on <laughs> the page as a feature or any sort of specification. Uh, but honestly, DeX is one of the biggest reasons, I think, that the, made this uh, tablet uh, most appealing over some other options that uh, I was looking at. So, uh, and, and if you don't know what DeX is, it basically just turns the tablet kind of in, into a desktop mode. So if you think of a regular, ta- uh, like a Windows PC or a Mac macbook (laughs) whatever you want to call it any sort of desktop environment like that it basically uh, has a different setup for decks Uh, so you can essentially use it as a tiny little laptop uh, instead of just like a big old tabable screen Uh, it kind of you can tell when you switch into decks mode that the dpi settings uh, shrink and so it really allows for more uh, real estate with the apps and so essentially when tablet mode, all of the apps run a little bit bigger uh, as far as the interface elements, uh, but in Dex mode, they uh, like Chrome and stuff like that runs uh, on a smaller sort of DPI setting, and that way you get a little bit more use out of the space on the screen. And now it does make the text a little bit smaller, but uh, it's really not that big of a deal. So, so why did we ultimately go with this Tab S6? Uh, like I said, Dex was a big part of it uh, because it does make it a, uh, a laptop and a tablet for her uh, with a really good experience. And really, she uses tablet mode uh, 99% of the time for like YouTube and Amazon and Netflix and Pinterest and stuff like that. Uh, and, it's, and it's honestly really hard to find a high-spec Android tablet anymore (laughs) a lot of them that have come out uh, especially i've looked at some lenovo's and stuff like that though they don't have the greatest specs in the world now the tab s6 offers a good storage options we got the 128 gigabyte like i said there's also a 256 gigabyte so you got a lot on board and there's a micro sd card slot and stuff like that so uh, and looking at some of the specs 
Uh, it has the Snapdragon 855, which is an amazing processor to have in a tablet. Uh, just everything runs so fast on this thing. So um, very much like having it on a phone these days uh, that runs, you know, it's the top of the line processor. So uh, I think there's an 855 plus now, but we'll uh, put that off to the side. But either way, uh, some of the other specs on this thing, obviously it's a two-in-one. It's uh, real light and thin. Uh, it does take fast charging. You can get up to it's I'm reading some of these off of the Best Buy page here. It says get up to 15 hours of video on a full charge and power up quickly with fast charging. So it's got all that. Uh, it's got an in-display fingerprint scanner and it also is running Android 9 right now. Uh, the 10 and a half inch screen. Uh, it's got the, the processor. It's got an 8 megapixel front camera and a dual 13 megapixel and 8 megapixel autofocus rear camera. So it's like a giant phone, really, uh, is what this is, but kind of with decks built into it instead of having to output decks to another display. So that's uh, kind of how I see this tablet. And I think that for her, this is really an ideal setup, especially because she does use uh, a tablet way more than she uses her laptop now, especially because she has her work computer that she does everything on. But that work computer is so locked down. <laughs> she can't really do any personal things on there. And I don't, wouldn't you know, suggest that anyway. But uh, yeah, uh, so as far as finding a highly specced Android tablet, this is as highly specced as they come, I think, right now. Somebody proved me wrong if that, that's the case. But uh, this it's really really nice so uh, she can like I said she can use decks with the keyboard for when she wants to write some emails or something like that a little more intensive or, or you know anything that uh, requires a little bit more of a laptop form factor she has that option which again she's not going to be doing very often and mostly will be used as a tablet so just nice to have the option so uh, like I said it offers a good amount of storage and power uh, this Tab S6. Uh, we did look, or I did look, I should say, at some flexible Chromebooks as well, because I thought a Chromebook would offer enough functionality for her. Uh, but to get the storage and the power, you really have to go with the high-end Chromebooks, which actually kind of put the put them over this, as far as price goes, put it over this Tab S6. So, and I really didn't want her, you know, we could go with the cheaper Chromebook, uh, one that kind of converts, you know, into uh, a screen stand kind of a thing. Uh, but I really didn't want her to have a laggy experience. Uh, she is coming from that Galaxy A uh, 8.0, uh, which is not a good, <laughs> good, uh, highly spec tablet. It's very laggy, very slow, uh, which is part of why we started looking. But uh, it's a uh, it's one of those things where it's like, if we're going to upgrade, let's upgrade. This is, I mean, she's going to have this thing for years, you know, and so it's uh, it's worth the investment and it's also worth having something that will run much better than what she's what she has been using. Uh, you know, you want it to feel like an upgrade. And so especially if it's going to be her laptop as well, which we will be selling at some point. I'm kind of thinking of selling both of our old Lenovo 510 laptops. I know I was using mine as the Plex server. We haven't been using it much to watch uh, our, our movies. Uh, so I just, I think I might figure something else out for that Plex server. Maybe another mini PC adventure somewhere, one that's a little more powerful than the one I got last time. Uh, just, uh, you know, it's a little bit cumbersome to have that as a Plex server. I know you can tuck it away and, and I got that laptop stand for it and stuff like that. But, uh, it's, you know, I'd rather free up the, the, the money there on the, both of those Lenovo 510 laptops, uh, and, and 
take that money and obviously subsidize some of this tab S S6 and then also uh, potentially get something else for our Plex server or something, you know, other sort of network media player. Because I have actually kind of looked at the uh, Raspberry Pi and then before you <laughs> start typing your emails or whatever, and nobody really emails me, but it's before you start typing the feedback about the Plex server running on a Android or on a Raspberry Pi, uh, that's not what I'm thinking of doing. I'm not thinking of trying because there is actually a Plex variation for and for Raspberry Pi, but uh, that's not what I was thinking. There's actually an open source media center operating system for the Raspberry Pi uh, that I think I would try out. Uh, basically, it's something that you can use to run it on your local network. Uh, and honestly, I might just connect it right up to our TV. But because uh, as far as Plex goes, we've really only been using it at home on our local network anyway. So yeah, I'm not giving up on Plex. That's not what I'm saying, but I'm just uh, looking at other options there uh, as far as and, and getting rid of the both of those old laptops that we have. So, uh, but overall, getting back to the Tab S6, it's been a, it's super fast. It's a really great device. Uh, I've, oh, I forgot the one other accessory we got for it and the one other big the one big sticking point of this is that there is no headphone jack uh and and <laughs> I'll, I'll be like floss headphone jack headphone jack apple samsung yeah samsung removed the headphone jack from this tablet which to me feels like completely unnecessary uh and it's kind of a pain in the butt so we do have to have the headphone dongle or adapter, whatever you want to call it. We're going with dongle. So my wife will have to be living the dongle life a little bit. And uh, it does require the dongle, from what I can tell, with that's, you know, the more expensive one that has the DAC in it, or I don't know. I I'm really, with this USB-C stuff, it, to me, it feels like it should be straightforward with USB-C. Uh, and I've kind of read the differences between the types of USB-C and the power and the analog and the digital and the this and the that with USB-C, but it doesn't seem as straightforward uh so i don't really understand well it's not that i don't understand it's just i got some learning to do with USB-C as far as uh what works with what which to me is kind of unintuitive but am i wrong about that is it's as straightforward as it as it as it should be uh but uh somebody let me know <laughs> if i'm wrong about USB-C being kind of a muddled mess at the moment as far as compatibility with certain things but yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, we do, Like I said, dongle life for the Tab S6, uh, not a big deal. We'll get a couple of them, um, put them on our headphones, and she can just leave them on the headphones. So not that big a deal. Hopefully she won't have to charge and, and uh, use headphones at the same time with this thing. But uh, we'll see. If it comes to that, we'll get that stupid adapter too. So <laughs> it's just kind of the trade-off you got to make these days to get uh, what you want. So uh, it's a bigger, bigger thing to have this tablet with the power and the, the uh, portability and the, the flexibility of it for her, uh, that it, really the dongle thing isn't going to be a showstopper. So yeah, that's uh, the Tab S6. It's been kind of cool to have it in and she'll be, start using it when she travels. I'm really looking forward to it when uh, her having it when she travels because this way she can do a little bit more heavy web browsing. Uh, for different things, you know, uh, not have to go through a slow tablet or a tiny screen on her phone kind of a thing. So 
uh, yeah, I'm glad we got it. And uh, again, uh, it's it's a good tablet. I, I do recommend it for sure. All right, so let's wrap things up here on episode 89 of the Pixel Swim podcast, almost to 90, almost to 100. But uh, either way, <laughs> thanks for tuning in. Tune in next week for episode 90, uh, where we'll probably talk a little bit more about that iPhone 6S, hopefully. Hopefully that will be up and ready to go. I do have a case for it coming too, so we'll see how that goes. So anyway, thanks for tuning in and visit pixelswim.com for all of these show notes and social links if you want to leave any feedback or anything like that. So always appreciated. So thank you and have a great afternoon or evening or rainy fall day or sunny fall day or just cloudy and cold fall day. Whatever kind of fall day it is where you are. Maybe it's uh, still hot where you are, but uh, if it is, uh, good for you. (laughs) It's getting cold over here, but either way, whatever kind of fall day it is where you are, have a great one. Thanks again and Godspeed.